If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. This issue that's come up this week involves uh, an organization based in Calgary that's kind of been at the center of a lot of debates around free speech as it pertains to the anti-abortion movement. Uh, There are some in the anti-abortion movement who choose the approach of what's essentially I I would call shock value. We're going to show some very graphic photos of aborted fetuses in the hopes that that will convince people that abortion is bad. Now, personally, I don't think that's a very productive approach, much like the uh, anti-abortion groups who who tried to invoke the Holocaust in making their argument. I don't think that's a very productive approach. I think as evidenced by the fact that the anti-abortion movement in Canada has gained very little traction, tells me that they've got a a really poorly thought out approach. But again, it's not for me to decide. But if that's the case they want to make, if those are the sorts of arguments they want to make, the sorts of signs they want to make, I guess that's up to them. But are there circumstances where that's inappropriate? Now, there have been debates around, for example, such pamphlets being sent in the mail. Are there being steps taken to, to curtail that. There have been concerns raised about those kinds of protests outside abortion clinics or near abortion clinics. Obviously, the Alberta government has, has made some changes there. They brought in the bubble zone law to keep those protesters well away from abortion clinics. What about at schools? Is this the kind of thing that, that kids should be subjected to? Should we allow groups of any kind to just show up at high schools uh, to, to start spreading their message around, holding up signs, handing up pamphlets? And we were talking about kids here for the most part. I think we need to be very careful about the kinds of groups that can just show up at a school, start handing out information or showing signs to kids. So the issues come up this week because at one Calgary high school, the Canadian Center for Bioethical Reform apparently thought it was a good idea to show up holding their signs. There's a clip that emerged of some high school students actually confronting the protesters. Now, joining us on the line is our old friend Angela Cocott, of course, now running for office as the Alberta Party candidate for Calgary Mountain View, uh, who first released some video of this this week. Angela, good to talk to you here. Welcome to our show. Yeah, nice to talk to you again, Rob. Okay, so you came into to possession of this clip. I guess um, one, one of the kids, their, their parents shared the video with you? Exactly. Uh, it happened earlier this week that a mother reached out to me and she said that she was very upset when her daughter came home and said, look at this, what happened at our high school and this group that was outside, peaceful protest, there was about three of them, and they were standing at the corner of 18th Street and 6th Avenue Northwest. But as you mentioned, they were holding their placards with very graphic images of bloody aborted fetuses and 
they were standing there, and um, a group of young kids started saying that you shouldn't be here. So the the mother was very upset, and she said to me, Ange, I know you're running in this riding. What would you do about this? Because the unfortunate part, as you pointed out, they're on public property. The school can't do much about it. They're protesting peacefully. And I think this is where you say, is this the right place for this protest to take place? And I, I said to the mother, I would definitely push our party, and I've heard enough from my party now that they would say we would definitely push for a safe zone, just as we've seen at abortion clinics. A safe zone for this kind of protest specifically, or any kind of, of protest? You know what, I think at this point we would be saying this kind of protest only because it would fall in line with what we're seeing around abortion clinics because that's where we have seen uh, for many years the protesters standing out there and now uh, the government has moved to widen that zone. And so I think it would be easy to say at least with this type of a protest, um, let's start with this and say you cannot be showing graphic images of um, this procedure at a school where you've got K-12. to I know it was on the end where Queen Elizabeth High is, but, you know, down the block is where the elementary kids would be walking on that sidewalk as well. And this happened over the lunch hour. The kids had no warning. They're walking on the sidewalk, and all of a sudden they're seeing these images. So I think at this point you would take the step to say that any anti-abortion protesters, and then you'd have to see how serious it is beyond that. Because even after I posted that video, I had... A number of parents say, oh, this has happened at my kid's high school. This has happened before. Mm-hmm. And, and so I just think this has gone long enough that we should be taking steps to make sure that, uh, you know, you and I, I'm all in favor of freedom of speech, freedom of speech rather, but not in a situation like this where kids have no choice but are suddenly seeing, seeing these images. And I think that's where we have to take steps to stop it. Right. And I think what you're speaking to, I don't know if you call it a loophole necessarily, but... These these groups aren't technically on school property, and I suppose if they were, there would be a potential issue. So they're right directly off of school property, and there's I guess there's not much the schools can do. Well, and that's the thing. Uh, the school boards have said that we believe our children, our students, should be in a safe, caring environment. And unfortunately, where it is, it's on a public sidewalk. And uh, they even say that if any students feel that they aren't safe, then please raise the issue with us. So if students raise the issue with the school board or the school, but the school can't really do anything because it's not on their property, I, I think you're not taking enough steps to ensure that kids are in a, a safe environment. So as you mentioned, we have the bubble zone law. This government brought that in. Uh, have, has there been any kind of indication from, from anyone in government, as far as you know, Angela, that they're prepared to, to deal with this? You know, MLA Greg Clark and I were looking at drafting a letter to our premier just to say, could we look at uh, Bill 9 and and just include this so that it um, includes schools? And unfortunately, we were going to raise that and and send the letter to the premier today. Uh, Sadly, there's been... um, terrible news out of New Zealand that I think this yeah. this issue, it can wait till next week, and especially if we are looking at possibly two more weeks of MLAs working at the legislature, we can, we can raise it at a more appropriate time. 
All right. Well, Angela, thanks for joining us here, uh, bringing this to our attention, and, and best of luck uh, the rest of the way. By the way, are we expecting uh, an election call next week? Well, as I said, now that we've got two weeks, it appears of some type of legislature work. I think now bets are off. At one point, a lot of people were saying if the speech from the throne comes Monday, maybe we're going to see the writ dropped on Tuesday. Now it appears that it could be later into the end of March or the beginning of April when they actually start the 28-day campaign. So I'm in it for the long haul, Rob. Yeah, no kidding. All right. <laughs> and all the best. Thanks for making some time for us. We appreciate it. Thanks, Rob. Take care. All right. We'll talk soon. Uh, that is uh, our old friend, Angela Cocott. Well, she's still our friend. Uh, former colleague, Angela Cocott, who was um, the Alberta Party candidate for Calgary Mountain View. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.